Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. I'm your host, Bishop Earl. I thank God for this opportunity, opportunity, and I thank the many people and the volunteers who make this possible. I was an active Latter-day Saint for over 60 years, and uh, I know that there are faithful Latter-day Saints questioning the church and even leaving the church, some because of doctrine, some because of church history, others can't keep the commandments, they don't fit in, or they can't do enough or be good enough. I hope the story you hear tonight will touch your heart and give you pause to think a little bit about your journey and uh, your relationship with Jesus Christ and realize that there is uh, a peace that can come into your life if there's guilt and other things that, that interfere with your relationship with God that you can, can trust Him. I'd like to begin with a prayer. Dear Father in heaven, we're grateful for your many blessings. We ask for your spirit to be with us tonight, that the things that are said will touch hearts, that you'll, we'll say the things you want us to say and uh, forget those things that we shouldn't. We're grateful for this opportunity and pray hearts will be touched. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Tonight we have Susan Richardson. Susan, pleasure having you here tonight. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, well, it's, it'll be fun to hear your story. You were born in the church? I was. Yeah. Your parents were active, were they? Yes. My father was in the bishopric. Yeah. My mother taught Sunday school. Wow. And so I think we were just the average... Normal you know, little family, yeah, huh? big, Well, six siblings, so big Mormon family. Yeah, oh, were you? <laughs> so, yeah, oh. six siblings, so... And were they all active in the church then? Uh-huh. And, yeah. Yeah? Yep. And you were active as a... Went to primary and I did. all the Sunday school, primary, things. and all yeah. the activities, so... Yeah. Yes. And... Uh, Back then, family home evenings kind of things yes. and those mm-hmm. activities, yeah. and you were keeping the commandments, I well, guess. the Trying. <laughs> mom and dad were. and Yes. Yeah. Were they married in the temple? And um, they weren't married in the temple initially, um, but they were sealed when I was about five years old. Oh, so you went into so, the temple then? I did. Oh. Yes. And how was that? You know, you it was a little frightening. I do, um, because I was running all over, and a lady told me to not go in there and don't go in there, and she was getting after me because I was, I guess, a <laughs> Five little years wild. Old, yes, yeah. I wanted to, you know, go into every room and yeah. and see everything, but I wasn't allowed to. Yeah, so. of course they yeah. kind of control you there. And, <laughs> and you're, you were you the youngest in the family? Um, let's see. Um, yes, I was at the time. Oh. I have a younger brother and sister, but, but they, they weren't born in. yet. Yeah. So they were born in the covenant, as mm-hmm. they say. Yes. So, um, and so life was pretty normal up until your teenage years. Pretty normal, mm-hmm, until my teenage years. And then tell and us what happened. I was about 13, and we had just moved from Ogden to Salt Lake City with my father's job. Okay. And, um, kind of a church-related, we won't be specific, but a kind of a church-related situation. Right, okay. right. And um, uh, my father went outside of... The relationship with my mother, oh, okay. and um, so the first time I began to question the Mormon Church is when they allowed my dad to have a temple divorce and not my mother. So mm. I started 
wondering and thinking, what is this church really about? Because it wasn't my mother that went outside of the relationship, it was my father. Wow. And so that got me thinking yeah. about things. And well, what, that's kind of mature at 13, Well, but it impacted you. It, it hurt you. my mother deeply. Yeah, I'll bet. And so... And so were you, uh, were you, did you continue having a good relationship with your dad after that? You know, it was, was okay. It, it yeah. wasn't the best just yeah. because of, you know, it fractured our family. And, yeah. and uh, So they divorced? They divorced, oh, okay. yes. And my mom was a stay-at-home mom, and she had to go out into the workplace, and there were six kids at home. It oh, was very goodness. difficult. Oh. How did she and feel? So, or how did she deal? I mean, she must have been somewhat <clears throat> bitter. Was she, did she stay active you, in the church? You know, she did. And... Um, the church did help her a lot, you know, being a single parent. They helped yeah. her with things around the house and yeah. and so forth. But, it, yeah, it was very difficult. No, so. there were older siblings, so they mm -hmm. may have been the ones talking to mom a lot. Did you able, were you able to talk to her much about I did. You know, maybe through? later. Did you share as an your adult. concerns or thoughts about the yes. why this and yes. why that? She, she, yeah. yeah, she she knew that I had questions and oh. so was doubting. You, and did you quit going to church then? Pretty much. I didn't. Um, you kept going to church. I then? kept going okay. to church until I was about sixteen or seventeen, and then something else happened that oh. I began questioning it once again. Oh, so. is that should we share that or? Um, yes, we oh, can. Okay. Um, <laughs> there was a home teacher in my neighborhood who um, apparently had an inappropriate relationship with oh. a woman that he mm -hmm. was visiting. And um, I didn't really know what that meant at the time. Oh, okay. And I still don't, but anyway. <laughs> well, sure. Okay. <laughs> but um, so he, I guess there was no forgiveness with the members of our church to him. And he stood oh. up at Fast and Testimony meeting and really sobbing and poured his heart out saying how sorry he was. It had ruined his family. It had ruined his friendships. Yeah. But there was no forgiveness with the people in, in our church. They were and, just judging yeah, him. And, and, yes. And yeah. he was moving out of Utah to get away from this hate. Oh, boy. And so I went home that day, and I just told my mom that I don't want to go to a church where people can't forgive people because we're all imperfect. And um, she said that I was old enough to make my own decisions. And... I stopped, I walked away, and I never went back. You know, it's funny. As I listen to you, I, I try to relate myself <laughs> into what, what might I do in those situations. And I, I find myself sometimes just surprised that I would probably have had a different... I mean, your reaction is so mature and, and so thoughtful. I, I guess I don't think that deeply or something well, about that kind of thing, but I but think it I cared about you. people because yeah. that's how I was raised. You know, I and really you knew truly, this man as a good man, probably and I knew generally. My and, neighbor and what she was going through, yeah. and um, you know, we all do things, yeah. uh, sinful things, and yeah. that we're sorry, but God forgives us. But yeah. people sometimes don't forgive us, yeah. and, and we should because we're we all, should. Yeah, we're all sinners. we're all in the same boat, and. Yeah. So it just was really difficult for me, and, and, and I left, and I wandered in the desert for 10 years. I didn't want wow. anything to do with God or religion, the Mormon church, anything. Was there anything else during that time that troubled you, or have you questioned? Well, there's, I always had questions. I was always the child in Sunday school that asked why, and I wanted to know more, and, <laughs> and it was always you have to pray about it or have more faith, and, wow. but never any answers, and yeah. I wanted answers, and... Um, 
And it was probably you that were, you, yeah, you were the problem. Yeah, I was the difficult rather. one, right. <laughs> so you wandered in the desert for a few years, I did. Say, I didn't want anything to do with organized with religion or God. Was or your mom disappointed with that decision? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. So, um, so what happened after 10 years? Well, I, my mom died of breast oh, cancer in oh, 1989, sorry. and I <laughs> cried out to God. I started um, talking to him again and asking him, you know, why this happened to this wonderful woman. Mm. And, you know, he talked back, I guess. Did you know, he, really? he answered me. And so I started seeking him wow. with all my, all my might and uh, just uh, came to know him. When you're trying to do things on your own, uh, then losing a mother certainly would be one of those impactful things that you you feel totally out of control, don't yeah, you? Yeah, totally lost, and you yeah. you need to have that comfort, and that comfort only the Lord can give, yeah. you know. And so uh, He just met me where I was, and He is faithful. Oh. And um, anything I just specific happened that uh, you know what He He just, just said really open my Word, and I I didn't have a Bible. I opened my mom's Bible. Really? And you I didn't started even have a Bible. <laughs> just, <laughs> and wow. you know, he really spoke to me through that. And and you know, the Bible today is my lifeline. I I can't live without it. I can go there for everything I need, even still, you know, yeah. after all this time and it just rings true, you yeah. know. And uh, So you have a trust in that and I have a trust and, in the and, Lord. Mm -hmm. Now, of course you left the church kind of it even before sixteen or seventeen, but did you have a testimony? Or I guess you had the normal testimony of a young person of the church. I at guess that point. I never, I never spoke it out. What I did never you think stood of Jesus and, at that point? You know, I, I didn't really know Jesus. Jesus to me was this far off entity, disconnected from me. Yeah. And um, I didn't worship him or revere him, or he wasn't holy to me. Wow. He was just this person that we learned about because everything in the church was centered around Joseph Smith and what we could do to earn our salvation. It was very man-oriented, where Christianity is very Christ-centered. And Yeah. How did, so. your, how did your siblings deal with both mom's death and your leaving um, the church, or have some of them left the church too? You or? know what? My three brothers um, want nothing to do with organized religion, and my younger sister is a Christian, mm. and I have one sister, she's a year older than me, who remained in the Mormon church. Were they pretty bitter over the divorce too? Mm -hmm. They we, probably were. We were all that hurt. Yeah, it fractured very, our family. Yeah, yeah. That, isn't that sad? So, it was well, sad. and that does happen. But to to see the uh, the way the church dealt with it was kind of uh, obviously an impactful thing. Yeah. But now, as a Christian and turning your life over to Christ, I'm sure the Bible, <laughs> and, uh, as you say, is your lifeline and right. Christ. And and I have to forgive. You know, I for, forgave my dad, but not until I became a Christian. Oh, that's interesting. You know, Tell us to, about that. To really, um, you know, he he had prostate cancer in his later years, and he yes. passed away in um, about 2005. And he, um, you know, I went to his hospice every day, oh. and he Were started you able crying. To say, talk to him. Yes, then? I did, and he started crying and saying, "You're such a good daughter, and oh. you come here every day." And I was able to just really um, say, "You know, Dad, I forgive you. I love you." And it always hasn't been easy for us, but yeah. but not until I was a Christian. So those ten years wandering in the desert that you weren't forgiving him then, mm -mm, angry, and certainly <laughs> when it happened, you were even angry. Yeah. Yeah. 
So. Now, what is the difference about that? We I don't know that we've really touched on this aspect of things you know, much, the anger and, and not being able to forgive others. Well, I think God changes your heart when He comes into your life and He He just jumbles everything up and He changes your perspective and He, in His Word, He tells you how to live and, and you know, what you need to do in this situation and not judge and yeah. forgive and, you know, He forgave the people that killed Him, you know? And so, and how can the, I withhold that from my Father? Yeah, so. He's the Almighty God, Sovereign God, He's in charge of everything. Yeah. He sits on the throne and He is in charge. Yeah, you're right. He was crucified so. by others and He forgave them. He did. When you, when you look at that and think about that, wow. So, was that your born again experience basically when you had the, when you, t um, well, explain that well, to us. Well, you know, I, I got baptized in with my uh, one-year-old son in 1995, May 7th of 1995, and I had, you know, been seeking, you know, prior to that, reading yeah. the Bible, doing Bible studies, and we were baptized together, but it wasn't probably until about three years after that I was at a Bible study at another church with my neighbor, mm. and she couldn't go that night, so I just went by myself, and <clears throat> it was a Beth Moore study, and we, we finished with our um, Bible study, and I prayed with this group, and I started sobbing. <laughs> Just and I just, I wanted to fall on my face, you know, just fall on my knees. And I just started crying and I walked out into the parking lot and I looked up into the sky and it was um, an April day and, um, or an April evening. And um, there was a thousand stars in the sky and I looked up and I just knew, I just had this feeling that just overcame me that I knew that Jesus was real wow. and that he was real in my life. Wow. And I just, I drove home and I just had this renewed um peace that overtook my body it was just it was just incredible my goodness but um well had you was there a particular scripture or story that you were listening to in the bible study you know what? is it the, that you recall? the study was jesus the the one and only i think is the name of it so it was got you thinking and well i don't know it was yeah. like towards the end of the yeah. bible study so yeah. it wasn't I, I don't know what it was i think wow. it was the lord <laughs> that's all he just said okay susan it's yeah time. i'm gonna show you you know who i am and wow. So and that is so different, isn't it, than the LDS oh, I, version I, of Jesus? And yeah. yeah, I never knew the Lord in, in Mormonism. Isn't that so, sad? Yeah, And there's really so many that, that share that. It's just such a difference. I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't. And that's what's interesting is I wasn't looking for him. I thought I already had him <laughs> he found in Mormonism. You. <laughs> yeah, and I, I you know, I, I knew that. Or had believed the church was true and all the stuff that went along with it, and I just never believed that there, I was lacking in a faith in Jesus, yeah. at least as God and someone that had paid for all my sins, and that He's given me a free gift. Right. I you didn't have know to receive that. it. Yeah. So. And so you accepted that that night, and yeah. that that must have been joyful looking up in the stars, and you remember that vividly. I do. I do. <laughs> I remember like everything I did that night. Yeah. And I went home and told my husband, and now is he, was, has he been? He's high? a Christian. Yes, he? he's from Seattle, and and so when we met, and started seriously dating, we started looking for churches. Yeah, and so yeah, wow. and, and he's helped me along my way, keep things in perspective, <laughs> and <laughs> he's a good man. Oh, that's neat. So, so and your uh, you say your mother passed away. Mm -hmm. And uh, and your father has passed mm -hmm. as well. He has. Oh. Mm -hmm. But you, oh, I did. I meant to ask that. You said you were able to go to the hospice uh, mm -hmm. regularly, so you were able to 
verbally say to him, I forgive you. Yes, and, and yes. Was he, we, we talked. Was he repentant or was he yes, sorry he, about he was. Things? He was, you know, towards the end very um, sorry and crying and just, you know, I have really good kids. What have I done? Mm. You know, it was, it was really hard. But uh, yeah, It was hard to forgive him, uh, not as a Christian, but uh, later on it was... Uh, you yeah. were able to do that. Yeah, I was able to do that. Yeah. So I feel at peace with, you know, what's happened. And Well, so now you go to a Christian church, and, mm -hmm. and how is that? You know, it's good. It's, yeah. you know, I, I just want to read the Bible, and I just, I can't get enough of, you know, learning about Christ and His, his life and His attributes and His holiness and how He loves us. And It's so, so. different, too, you know, when, when I would go to LDS meetings, and of course they were all topic-driven, mm -hmm. whether we were talking about chastity or uh, forgiveness maybe or right. charity or whatever it was but they just pull out different scriptures here and there but the when you're going to a bible centered church it's all about several verses and they cover those and right. you, and you learn in depth in depth yeah. exactly and again like you were saying about not trusting the bible that's a very common thing with the with mm -hmm. mormons isn't it that they yes and and i feel that god sent his word because he had to leave us something so yeah. we would know about him. Yeah. And so if people are telling LDS people that the Bible is not translated correctly, they need to find out why. Because it tells of Christ and his attributes and how he feels about us and yeah. what he says about us and about that relationship. So if you're not reading the Bible because you don't trust it, then you don't really know who, who Jesus Christ is. And so you're worshiping somebody else. Yeah. And you need to ask yourself, who am I worshiping? And because. And, and it might be nice to have them show us what exactly was translated incorrectly right. or what got left out, right? Right, because there's mountains of evidence for the Bible. Yeah. And um, so, the, you know, there is a commandment, that, and I know that the Mormons try to follow the Ten Commandments, and there is a commandment that says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Yeah. So that would frighten me as an LDS person. Yeah, to read that. So I, I think you... Yeah, any, anything or any time that we take our eyes off of Jesus and God and put it on whatever it is, it might be family or men. career or yeah. men and, and their gospels, so, so to speak, another gospel, then, right. then we're not obeying that, uh, that commandment to have God first. Yeah, yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. Everything well, else will fall into place. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been interesting uh, for me to... to uh, Again, like I said, I, I didn't know I didn't have this relationship, but it is different. There is a blindness right. that seems to be there when you, I, I guess as I was a, as a Latter-day Saint, I just didn't understand. I couldn't, I wasn't seeing, and, and after I became what I call a new creature, what right. the Bible calls a new creature, uh, I just could see things differently. Right. Because Lord, the Lord will give you the gift of the Holy Spirit, the yeah. teacher, you know. And I think there are many LDS that are blinded because they have not received the gift. The, Jesus will send the Holy Spirit into you and yeah. give you a new understanding of the knowledge of truth. And so I think that's what a lot of the problem is. If you're not receiving Him and the gift, yeah. then you're not having the Holy Spirit. Now you know how strange that will sound to the Latter-day Saints <laughs> because the gift of the Holy Ghost is something they get at baptism. Well, I was baptized and I didn't have it, so I, I know. <laughs> so you know from where you're. I know yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. I know the difference. Yeah. So. And it's hard to explain that, but it, it is, is. Definite, definite, isn't it? Yes. And um, 
In fact, that's one of the things that we've heard leaving the church is that, okay, now you've lost the gift of Everyone. the Holy Ghost. The light's gone out of our eyes or something, and I'm, I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and you're like, no, just the opposite. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel more Alive. closer to, to Christ mm -hmm. and, and everything than I ever have before. Yeah. And we are mentioning the validity of the Bible and the Dead Sea Scrolls come along and support totally right. the, the Old Testament, at least, and in, in direct conflict with what Joseph Smith produced in his Joseph Smith translation of the Bible. Nothing that he put into the Bible. And I've looked at a number of references. Mm -hmm. I have too. Those have you? Yes, I've done In fact, quite you a probably know about Mormonism now than you did. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I know more about Mormonism now than I did when I was a Mormon. Yeah. So I've done, you know, a lot of studying research and, and, and research and um, about early church history and yeah. um, it just never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and isn't it interesting when you're actually looking at it objectively? Yes. I mean, it you're just like, kind of... You're like, how did I believe this? You know, know it's, where yeah. was I at with all that? Yeah, I think it's just what you're told, and so you just, it's, it's blind faith. You yeah. just believe and... Um, anything strike you right at the moment to share that you can uh, think of? question anything. Yeah. Um, I know a recent issue has been the blacks. And yes. I actually wrote a letter to the church because oh you did mm -hmm, because they were denying you know all that information and I said you know I'm this this old and this is what I was taught during this time and, and I know this is what I was taught yes and, and there's so many quotes from from leaders that support that yes. position and now they're well we're not sure where that came from and yeah yeah so I was I told them I said this is what I was taught so I don't know why you're denying it now but so did you get hear uh, hear back from them mm -hmm. you didn't. <laughs> I thought maybe they had a form letter they would no. at least send to you and say, no. don't bother us. I don't here think they wanted that. to hear from me no, again. <laughs> no, probably not. Anything so. else that you've kind of run across that? Oh, just, you know, what, what I have found in my study of the Bible is that if you start to read the Bible and know the Bible, it contradicts a lot of Mormon theology. Oh, I know. And so um, I, I feel that that's probably why the Mormon Church doesn't want people to read the Bible. Not that it's not translated correctly. I think it's because they'll find out the truth. Because you can't read the Bible without finding things, you know. That, that are going to raise questions that, about what you're being taught right, as a Mormon. You right. Know. Yeah. And for me, I, I will choose the, the Bible. Yeah. Over the Book of Mormon, it's trust just, Jesus. And I just I trust the Lord and, and Paul and those writers yeah. of the of the Bible. It's well, it was a little scripture, and I'm probably repeating myself here to people. But uh, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And that's mm -hmm. a very simple phrase Jesus used in the Beatitudes, and yet we don't believe that as Latter Day Saints. The Latter Day Saints don't believe that yeah. because you can't just be pure in heart. You've got to be baptized and go to works the temple and, and works and, and earn your way yeah. to heaven. Yeah, and it's so simple. And that's Jesus's gospel is so simple and it's so freeing, because yeah. when I was in the Mormon Church, I felt like I was always striving, and it was exhausting. Yeah, and and. With Christ, there is freedom, yeah. and to know that He's with me, and I don't have to do it myself. Well, how about the guilt or for unforgiveness of your father? I mean, that was something you carried around. You must have thought about that from regularly. Yeah. And now you're able to just kind of let it slough let it off and yeah, realize that. Yeah, give it to that, the Lord. He can take it for me. So. Yeah. He can carry I mean, it what around. What a blessing that is. Yeah. 
Now, there must be people out there that are struggling with guilt or with feelings of not being able to forgive, and they carry that burden and, re and, and are thinking the they have to do, yeah, that yeah. they have to do all this work themselves. Yeah. And really, all they've been asked to do, a free gift of grace, right. turn their lives over to Christ. But yeah. it's pride. It's pride that keeps people from seeking Well, we've got truth. just a minute or so okay. left. What do you say to the LDS people? What would you suggest now that you've mm -hmm. done some... You know what? I, I think, um, as I said before, that people really need to to say, who, who is this Jesus that, I'm, that I say that I'm worshiping? Yeah. And they need to get to know Him. And the only way you get to know Him is through His Word. And I mean through prayer, but, yeah. but you learn of His attributes and His character. Through the Bible, challenge them to read the Bible. Read the, open your Bible, and it will change your life. You you won't be the same. <laughs> so, and everyone that's come on the show, I mean, I mean, this is the whole purpose of the show is to tell people, the Mormons, that there is life after Mormonism. Indeed, that they are believing in another gospel. Yes, and that there is something about being blind. Yes, when you are blind. spiritually blind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's distinctive. And if they would just take the opportunity to, uh, like you say, read the Bible, mm -hmm. pray. And ask the Lord to open their eyes. The he Lord. will, you know, He, he will, will give them the to spirit them. of truth. You know, I feel like He was following me around all those years, you know, and drawing me into yeah. to Him through all these things that had happened. And As so, you look back, you yes, know, appreciate Yes, you see those what, little signposts along the way, and they're like, aha, uh -huh, that was the Lord in my life. And can't deny it. And if you'd have never come to that, you'd have you'd have taken that to your grave and, and the feelings that you had and mm -hmm. and your family now, your yeah. uh, have the joy in Christ. There and, is joy. I mean everything's not perfect in yeah. Christian lives. No, but, no, and you have but to you make, do have a renewed sense of joy. It's yeah. it, there's nothing like it. And it's just trusting in the Lord and knowing that He has good for us yeah. and for our lives and He's yeah. for us, He's not against us and the LDS need to realize that. And, and any time they're thinking anything else, then they're putting a man between you and mm -hmm. God, and yes. that's just not—that's just not what was it was designed to be. Right. Well, Susan, we appreciate your spending your evening with us. No, and thank you thank for, you for inviting for, me. So yeah, it was great. Well, it was a wonderful testimony, and I—I just—I feel for the LDS people. I. Like I say, I do love them, and I, I, I just I think too. they're not even trying. Yes. If they just open up that Bible. Right. Thanks for joining us tonight. We'll see you next week. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.